best beat. Gotta do it again. <clears throat> Good evening, and welcome to episode 141 of Gouda on Gouda. My name is Bob Gouda, and on the screen in front of me is Jerome Ralston. Evening, Bob. And then back in, in uh, the real kitchen, Jay. Good evening. And then back on the screen again, Michelle Ralston. Hello. So... We are, um, we've got uh, some cheeses here to eat tonight. We've, uh, these are not matched pairs. Um, these are, this is a coordinated purchase across different retail systems. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see, we coordinated. We were like, what cheese does your Aldi's got? And we were like, well, what cheese does your Aldi's got? And I'll tell you what cheese our Aldi's got. This is some very high-end cheese. This is the first I've seen um, of a Jasper Hill Emporium Selection team-up. A joint venture. This is a joint venture. Oh, it's a merchandising partnership. Wow. So uh, Aldi's is making making cheese with Jasper Hill now. I, I think Jasper Hill is really the Aldi's people. Making the cheese, I think it's just the Jasper Hill people yeah, and yeah, all these yeah. makes the labels. But um, I, for a little, for a little uh, market the size of all these, I'm impressed with their inroads into cheese. Like, it's all these is not a supermarket. It is not a large floor space, but they dedicate an impressive amount of uh, of shelf. To cheese, yeah, and uh, now and they they're out making uh, they're making waves with Car Valley, and they got some Jasper Hill partnerships going on, so that's cool. Um, I am so surprised got, by I'm surprised by this because Jasper Hill stuff is usually quite expensive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right? yeah that's why I was so yeah I was really surprised too. You know, I wonder if it's a thing where Jasper Hill got big, bought a bunch of names, and. You know, now it's just like, uh, it's like Schwinn. You know, they're just kind of going by the, the marquee. I don't know. I don't know anything about the cheese business. But what we have here tonight from Jasper Hill Farm by way of Emporium Selection, we have the Vault 5 Cheddar. This is sweet and melty, says the label. It's cave ripened in Greensboro, Vermont, says the label. And uh, best served with craft uh, lager, prosciutto, dry cider, and a baguette. So, all at once. All at once. Yeah, it's like it's like drinking a shot of tequila. You gotta snort the, the <laughs> lager, and then uh, and then like put the prosciutto in your nose, <laughs> soak the baguette. Yeah, I'm not sure. Right, so, <laughs> yeah, just have the baguette in your glass. <laughs> It's the Vault right. 5 Cheddar. The, uh, in its pairing tonight, from Jasper Hill Farm, by way of uh, Emporium Selection, we have uh, just a straight-up cave-aged cheddar. Savory and traditional. So if you guys get notes of traditional in the flavor, that's mm. why. Is that like, it does no, do notes of traditional make like Fiddler on the Roof play? Is that, oh. is that what that does? Uh, I think what it is, is is the flavor representation of sepia tone. So if you get the flavor <laughs> yeah. of sepia tone, yeah. that's like what. Sarsaparilla. And uh, the ideal of uh, the pairing here 
best served with craft ale, salami, pinot grease, and sourdough. So get to uh, get to gathering because you're going to need to make a sourdough. Oh, which two of these um, do you think sounds more fun? I think the Vault Five because it has sort of sort of a suggestion of like uh, like something went wrong. Like, oh, we don't talk about what went on in Vault Five. <laughs> no, 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 Jeff. Uh, they created a cheese uh, so sharp <laughs> it would cut God if he encountered it. Um, Bob, both, both rappers. I, I'm more worried about the other vaults. They, they both have. They both have a cow. Also, I've mixed I, up I was, these labels, and I do not know which one's which. I was going to ask you which cat, which what the labels, the cows on the labels are saying to you, and what they yeah. imply about the cheese. Oh my god, the cows! You right. can barely even see them. Yeah, it's like surveillance cam. <laughs> yeah, this is like. Oh, this one guy's one guy's face right in the camera. Yeah, because he doesn't know there's a camera there because it's agribusiness. And they got these cows on cameras all the time. The cows have no privacy. <laughs> like, that cow is just snuffling up to a fence post, doesn't know that he's on CCTV being watched by uh, by his uh, his owners and his managers. <laughs> this other guy out in the field, he shoplifts from work, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he's why they have cameras on the cows. Uh, he's always, like clocking in in his car. He's he's wearing leather. This guy's both five. All right. Yeah, I'm going by the residue in the labels or in the back. Um, I I think the darker one is Vault 5. Yep. I want to know what happened the other vaults. Well, I was just going to ask you. The landscape orientation is cave age. You guys have, uh, what do you got growing on the outside of yours? Uh, there's some. It's uh. There's some white powdery stuff on the Vault Five. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Yeah. There was eat. Yours is uh, a little more vigorous than ours, I think, but it is a little bit brown and a little bit white dusted. Oh, okay. Delish. That was Kate, and then there's Vault. Yeah, they both sound like uh, dropping a hunk of cheese on a, on a granite board. So I'm just gonna go straight down the middle on this. Wait, uh, I have another. I think we need to talk about the vault versus the cave because did you look at the pictures? I think like would you want your cheese to grow up in vault five or in the cave for the cave aged? I just was noticing the cave aged one looks very fancy and organized and clean and cozy, and the other, the one, other looks one looks like, like an IKEA warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, it's Vault 5. It's in there with, like, the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the refrigerator. The, uh... Alexander's death mask. Yeah. The Wabajack, I guess. Yeah. So, which one did we just cut? Did I just cut in half? This is Cave Age. All right, so we're going to do the Cave Aged first, because it's, uh... I want to look for those notes of tradition. All right, both of these look quite similar to each other, although the cave-aged one is a little whiter. Yeah, that's the one that we just cut. Yeah, it's a little whiter. It's cracked. And it's dry enough to crack if you flex the knife while you're cutting it. Oh. No, not mine. No, really white. came out of the cooler bag a couple minutes ago. Yeah, ours hasn't been out very long. Ooh. Have you taken a sniff? Have not. Still cutting. 
What's that cheese smell like? Smells sweet. Mm, I'm getting like an earthy, not earthy, grassy. Are you getting any like, um, like barnet? Are you getting any like photo filters? (laughs) No, no, I don't. I'm not remembering the days of your. (laughs) Back when? Yeah, like maybe sweet grass with a little bit of barney. I'm not smelling that. I'm glad you're smelling that. I have a corner piece, so that might oh, be why. Oh, the rind. I do not have rind. Yeah, I went with an inside piece. I went with a corner as well. Mmm. I smell nothing. Whoa. I taste a little farminess. Yeah, the rind is farmy. Sure is. Just right at the beginning, I tasted it. Farmy like a farm. But I think you got like <laughs> sweet salt notes. There's definitely sweetness. I gotta get more, more of a rind bit. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. There's a slight like. I'm surprised that a cheddar has a rind like that. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. a cheddar with that kind of rind? It's the cave. That's what I was wondering. Like, why is it in the package with a rind? <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. I think that's the cave aspect of things. But the vault has it, too. Oh, so, like, that's the outside of the cave, and the cheese is what's inside of the cave. Right. Yeah, the cave is not made of cheese. What? Rind is tasty. Man, wouldn't that be crazy if they made a cave out of cheese, and then they aged cheese in the cheese cave? That would be... Wow. And it would be cheese-aged cheddar. And inside of this cave, where they make the cheese and they age the cheese, they've got these cows that eat garlic and make garlic cheese curds. Oh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Cave aged garlic cheese turds. This is less cheddary than I would have thought it would be. Yeah, it's moderately cheddary. It's not sharp. There. There's always oh, definitely cheddar. I mean, it tastes like cheddar, but there's cheddar in there. But there's like, I, I'm trying to think of what the words are that describe the farmy. Like, what? What is that? Tradition. Um, how long do you think it was aged for? Doesn't say. I know, but how long do you think? I it doesn't see. seem like that long. I don't. It, it's not like the salt is. The no. salt isn't like crust crystallizing yet. Six to nine months, maybe. There's a little bit of crunchiness. I'd go oh. with. Like over here, uh, the camera's probably not that good, but there's like a little bit of that, like. That modeling that you get in in more aged stuff. Yeah, I I think this is probably a year. Yeah. Um, because it cracks when you flex the knife in it, and yeah, there's there's a little bit of crunch. You're getting crunchy. Yeah. yeah. You sure it's not the rind? No. No, okay. I've been mostly having the inside pieces. And the inside pieces have very little sinus uh, sinus interaction. And uh, I did you know, get the, the, Did you know? Did you read the Did you know underneath the best served with? I didn't. Because this gives us the answer to the Have you seen a rind on cheddar before? Mm. Cake ripening allows a natural rind to form. Ah. Complexity of flavor. Good detective work, Jay. Oh, thanks. Complexity. That's really good. What do you think? Complex traditions. I like the finish on this. Yeah. Um, it smooths out. Um, I 
I think my least favorite part of this is actually like the mid game. Because there's a salty, like you get that sweet, you get whatever farminess is, if you've got any rind, you get a little farminess, and you get like sweet saltiness. But there's a little bit, for me anyway, a salt burn in the middle that I don't find as pleasant. And then that kind of mellows out, and you get like creamy saltiness to finish up. You guys think this is up to Jasper, Jasper Hill's normal high standard? Well, I like it. It's a good I cheddar. Mm-hmm. As far as cheddar goes, it's damn good cheddar. It would excel in any place that cheddar would normally excel. And you can't beat the price. What was it? I don't remember. Three fifty a piece of a thing. Three fifty. Okay, it's six about three fifty. About three fifty. Um. So that's what about fifteen bucks? Fifteen bucks. How would you say this compares to Prairie Breeze? Oh, it doesn't. It's not it's a. a although, in the midpoint of this. This is going to sound weird, but Prairie Breeze does something to my teeth. There's like this feeling in my gums when I have Prairie Breeze. Hmm. Like a sweet cheddar feeling. It's it, I can't describe it any other way. This does a little bit of that. It reminds me of the Prairie Breeze because it is a little sweet. It does, but it's it's saltier. Yeah. And oh. it has the rind complexity, that whereas Prairie Breeze commits to like the sweet cheddarness. Which is why I love it. Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike this, but I actually wish it was a little less salty. But, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever had a cheddar that had a rind before, and I like it. Yeah. Um, you now, don't really get KB cheddars very much. According hmm. to the website about this cheese, each batch of this modern cheddar recipe is selected for cave finishing by Jasper Hill Farms Sensory Team. Sensory Team? Capital letters, please. Sensory team. Mm-hmm. So, do they wear like blindfolds and earmuffs? It doesn't say. You can <laughs> sensory be, deprivation. Sensory deprivation team. <laughs> yeah. No, because they don't need their eyes or their mouths. Oh. Yeah. You They're know, like sensor empaths. Empaths. Uh, they they empath the flavor of the cheese. Maybe uh, cheese Louise enjoys. Uh, oh, just, oh yeah, she took like a. Came back for a second. Came back for more. Stopped off with uh, a couple of bricks. <laughs> this is good. I would get this and I would eat this as a snack while I play video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good, like, it's not as inexpensive. You know, it's six and a half ounces for four bucks. So, what's that? Ten? Ten yeah. of Thereabouts. Um. That's pretty good for this. It's it punches above that, I think. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't put this in like top tier cheddar for me. But this is vastly better than like just commodity brick. Cheddar. Oh yeah, this is this oh, is yeah. If I'm if I'm at Aldi's and I'm looking for any cheddar, it's going to be this cheddar. Well, um, maybe it's Vault Five. Check out know. the next one. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we haven't even been in Vault Five yet. <laughs> so, without further ado. I want to know what happened. Without further, without further Gerard Depardieu. I want to know what happened in vaults one through four. We don't talk about it. Yeah, I know. Is, is this like Fallout? Everybody's or got signed NDAs. 
Is this, <laughs> is this like Fallout where, you know, like there's only one of the vaults that actually work well? Yeah. <laughs> the vault where uh There's super cheese super mutants and vaults one through four. This is the vault where we tried to uh cave age uh hand cheese. Oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> uh, one one side of ours has yeah has quite the brown kind on it. Two sides. Two sides. Yeah, two sides. And ours is pretty well uh, well browned. Yeah. All right. I'll have oh, to, just one. Maybe no, we got two sides. Side. We'll have to try some of that first. Um, and th- this is a little bit darker inside as well than the other one. Sort of like old ivory. You scooching the piece yeah. with the rind over to me. Yes, I'm having a piece of as well. That is a drastically different flavor than the other one. Oh, yeah. That's much. I'm smelling more of a funk on That is winier. That's almost beery. Mmm. Yeasty. Yeah, it's almost a little beery around it. it uh, yeah. yeah, that's nice. Oh, that is quite beery. I mean, at least the rind is. Uh, I'm not sure about the inside of the cheese yet. Oh, my God. Wow, that's much stronger. You know what I think we got here? I think we have a cheese pairing for another cheese. Yeah, try these together. <laughs> <laughs> you could carve a little cave out of one of them and put the other one in it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. That is yeah. completely different than the first cheese. These are two great cheeses that taste very well together. This vault five reminds me of the Sartori Merlot situation. Yeah, yeah. Nope. It's not, it's, but, it's, but it's not as sharp. It doesn't taste, any, it doesn't taste anything like it's, flow. It's it almost like it's almost like it's got a like a brown butter thing going on. It's weird. It's like uh, it's got like a dark flavor to it, and I like that a lot. Yeah. It's got. Do you think it's got that like similar butterscotchy thing? That what I'm saying is it tastes brown. It's yeah. not butterscotchy. I hear it, it tastes brown. Yeah, it does it's have brown. a it does have kind of a savory. Do you think it's umami or no? Not really umami, really. No. It's more just the KV yeasty. It's almost like it's a step towards unpasteurized. Yeah. Well, once you get past the rind, yeah, it's. It, there's like a real nuttiness to that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I realized we're playing cheese bingo here, and I've said salty, sweet, nutty, butterscotchy. Well, you didn't say brown. Let's, it does taste brown. I'll be right. It does. <laughs> it tastes a little bit like salted peanuts to me. Like not like when you first bite into the peanuts, but near the end, like the aftertaste of. Oh peanuts. yeah, I see that. It tastes like a little bit spicy. Like it, for some reason, it reminds me a little bit of sriracha. Maybe something about not like the spicy part, but something about the I don't know. What do we got on the ingredients here? Quality. The ingredients aren't helping us very much here. No. No. Um, this also says that cave ripening allows an brown. <laughs> what happened? Cheese Louise agrees that it tastes brown. Oh, okay. <laughs> I again feel this is a little saltier than I'd like. Like there's interesting flavor in there, and I feel it's being masked a little bit by the yeah by the saltiness. Yeah. 
The label says oh. it's sweet, but I think the other one was sweeter. Yeah. You think that this one was saltier than the other one? They're both salty, and I'm like, I would like to taste the rest of what's going on, which is pretty good. Right. And yeah. I'm, I'm having yeah. trouble with that because the salt is overpowering You're getting it. Getting mowed down for a by the while. Salt truck. I think it I is. Salty. What the other one tastes like? What did the other one taste like? Um, now all I can taste it is was savory and traditional. Brown peanut, like molassesy sriracha cheese. Yeah. I beer uh, sriracha reference. There's like no, a piquancy. I don't think this one is sweet at all. I think that we should call them and tell them to change the label. It may be melty, but I think it's more nutty and melty. Yeah. Not yeah. sweet and melty. Should I try to melt some? No, we should all right now call Jasper Hill. Maybe you should. Can we just pause huh. the podcast and we'll get him on, we'll get him on the horn. They, they don't have yeah. a they don't have a number on the on the packaging. Well, the other thing you could do is just write a write a big review, and then all of our listeners will call for us. I think it's sweet, but I think it's like a burnt sweetness almost. Kind of yeah, like a little bit, like caramelized. That might be why I think sriracha, because there's like that little bit of a I don't know cooked flavor, burnt. No, burnt. No, it's like toasted. <sighs> toasted. Yeah, toasted. There, toasted. I think that's that's that peanut like yeah. flavor, right? The roasted peanut, toasted, roasted, cooked. Honestly, it's making me it's uh, making my breath. throat a little itchy. Is it? I think it's I the think of the vault. The I'll vault. tell you what I'd like to do with this is I would like to make a dip for pretzels out of it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Should be great flavor. on pretzels. It's got that. Mm. It's got that. Uh, these two cheeses together cover both sides of a of a spectrum that's like uh, well, it's not like uh, it's I, like nothing. I, I like nothing we've ever experienced before. I no, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good pairing for each other. Like I these think two there's a third together. Leg. I think there's a third leg to the cheese, to the cheddar, which these don't have much of, which is sharpness. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was expecting out of both of them, and I got it out of neither. I'm kind of glad about that, because sharpness is not my favorite thing about cheddar. Do you think yeah, it it's, tastes, it's, do you think it tastes a little metallic? Not that I got, but, uh, Jay? Does it taste like metal? I'm not getting I'm not getting a metal situation out of it. Maybe I'm stretching. I just I, I can't identify that flavor. It's really hard to put a name to what it tastes like, but it's it's a lot different than the cave aged. I think the it's almost flavor, like the sweetness in cranberry juice. Not explicitly sweet, but it hits the parts it hits the parts that it does. But I think there's more of a bitterness to the second one. That yeah. it's not sharpness. Yeah. It's more like a lack of something else. I like that toastiness. Toastiness and toastiness. Toasty, yeah. I, like I like toastiness. Yeah, it's toasty. You can use some toasty in the wintertime. If you were to be put on a desert island with a palette of one of these cheeses, which would you want it to be? Vault five. 
The Vault Punch Game? That's where I'm at. I'm going to see the Cave Age. I think I'm going to see Cave Age for you. I think I'm with Jay on this. Actually, I would just I would just rather be on whatever island Jay was on. <laughs> so I'd probably pick that same cheese. There, there are not adjacent dozen islands. Somebody's got to do hard work. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really uh, I really enjoy these cheddar, these cheddars together and. Uh, I think I like the Vault Five better because it it does something that is less familiar to me from with cheddars. The Cave Age cheddar, the first one we had, it starts to spark off various flavors of like sweet cheddar. Well, a little bit like the Prairie Breeze, the Montemore, or the Vault. What's it? Vat? No, Vat Thirteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it goes salty and a little bit funky. Whereas, so I'm kind of, my expectation gets kind of thrown a little bit there. Whereas the Vault 5, I didn't know what it was going to taste like. And I taste it, and the the, ta- the flavor profile is just all toasty, nutty. Yeah. yeah. So I like that better um, because I don't feel it's toying with me quite as much. Um, and also, I think they're both saltier than I'd prefer. But I think in the case of the Vault 5, the saltiness works better with the base flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised at how different they are, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, remarkable, similar. You know, just uh, clearly part of a, a product line. Um, could have been very easy to have these cheeses taste very slightly, distinctly different, and get away with it. But uh, it's two vastly different cheddars there. Jasper Hill, you know, there's no. I can't wait till I, you know, I'm just cruising through the three aisles in Aldi, and uh, there's a Harbison in the corner. That would be amazing. I just can't wait. Like, is is that is that on the horizon? Could be, man. I mean, (laughs) if you can get one with a good uh, with a good sell by label, Uh, that's going to be especially selected because those uh, just tend to get a little strange in their old age. Um. Yeah, yeah. going to want to keep an eye on that. that I like these was bowls. amazing. I put the, I'd put the cave aged on anything that I put cheddar on, but for the Vault 5, I would probably just eat it plain. Mm-hmm. Vault so, 5. I would make a grilled cheese sandwich out of the Vault 5. I was thinking that, too, but I would want to put mushrooms on it, and Jerome wouldn't like that, so we'd have the problem there. Well, I wouldn't you like mushrooms. I, I generally don't. The mushrooms don't like him. Some, some, um, some mushrooms don't like me. Well, then. The, um, I think the cave Last week, how you wanted to make a uh, grilled cheese with that black truffle, uh, blah, 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 from last week. Yeah, I just ate it. I actually did, and it was pretty, pretty good. Oh. So that cheddar, cheddar gruyere? Yeah, that cheddar gruyere, the black truffle cheddar gruyere. Did you it slice me- it, or did you shred it on the grilled cheese? I just cleaned the piece that I had down until it was just enough to cover bread. Okay. Um, so it was a good thick layer of cheese in the sandwich. And uh, I'm not even going to lie, that made a real good grilled cheese sandwich. As I believe both of these would. Rochelle uh, was hitting the indigo bunting pretty hard this week. I put on salad. I ate that indigo bunting in one sitting. Damn. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, it was. Wow. You know, it probably wasn't my proudest moment, but, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, I appreciate your, your vulnerability. Thank you for sharing that. You know, sometimes, uh, hey, you know, life isn't always proud. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you're just kind of leaning on the counter eating blue cheese kind of quietly. Just, <laughs> it was good. That's it a was damn good. good blue cheese. Something. Oh I, my put, God. I took the indigo bunting and I made pickles out of broccoli. I took broccoli stems and sliced them thin and the broccoli tops. And I made a pickle with some habanero hot sauce. So they were spicy broccoli pickles. And I mm-hmm. ate that with that blue cheese and it was really good together. I, I wish I had had pickles with that, uh, with that blue cheese because, uh, Man, that just sounds like the perfect compliment for it. Yeah. It was, yeah. And we we tried that runamedi on pasta. Yeah. But you needed a lot of it. We didn't want to waste it. It was just too good to. But it was. I, uh, try. It was good. It was good, but you needed like a lot of it. I think it was better just to eat it by itself because we enjoyed it more. Um, I took like I took like four chunks of cheese that I had. Uh, Sitting in there, um, including the remains of the runamid, the some Asiago from like a month ago that I had sitting around, and uh, some of the black truffle that was left, and uh, I can't remember what other one. But I made a uh, an overly cheesy omelet with it the other day, and uh, man, I tell you. Just mix just, all your cheeses and have one omelet just to get rid of the cheese. You will not. You uh, you won't regret it. <laughs> just put just put all the cheeses into like an arbor press and compress them into a yeah. exactly make them one. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, that is episode one hundred and forty-one of Gouda and Gouda. Uh, and until next time, when we will have uh, cheese that is to be determined, uh, y'all can just uh, stay fresh. Cheese bags. So. Anywho, we're having Havarti next week, right? You're having a party? Havarti. Oh. Havarti. I thought we were having a Havarti party next week. I would definitely have a Havarti party. Is the Swedish chef invited? Because it sounds (laughs) like we're talking his language. Havarti party. (laughs) (laughs) Havarti, Havarti.